Hello and welcome back to the You, Me, and the Scene podcast brought to you by Revival Recordings. We are on our last episode of the season. <laughs> we have made it, well, not a full year because we're taking a break for the November and December holidays and then we'll be back. But, you know, 19 episodes, guys. Congrats to us. Ooh, we did it. Pat <laughs> <laughs> um, ourselves on the back for that yes. one, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, we have kind of a lot of topics today, actually. Revival news and, and revival-related news. Um, if you didn't catch it, we just signed and announced that we signed Ghost Chant. Uh, they are from New York, uh, and they're going to be putting out new music in the new year, so you definitely have to check them out. Uh, their most recent single was I Know Everything. Um, so definitely go give them a listen if you haven't already. And, and check out our last episode if you want to yeah. learn a little bit more about them. We had Dan and Gus on as our guests. So check out last episode 18. Um, yes. So excited about them. Uh, I think their music yeah. I think their music's really cool and they're from my hometown. And after we recorded that episode, I realized we have way more friends in common than we had even talked about. Um <laughs> so that's a really fun hometown full circle moment to have at my job. But nice. Um I get oh and the other revival related thing, Alistana is going on their third leg of a place with the Sun of Silent tour. Um, they'll be hitting the West Coast the 9th through the 19th, I believe. Yep. Um, so if you're on the West Coast, go check them out. Go say hi to Amanda. Give her all the merch tips. And uh, yeah, yeah, we'll do go that. to her. That's coming up. <laughs> We're going to- <laughs> um, yep. All right, cool. Um, anything else? And check out uh, Gold Steps cover. Of, of Taylor, um, oh yeah, the Taylor Swift. Taylor cover. Swift, yep. So Blank Space and the music video will already be out by the time this episode's out. So go check out the music video too. So yep. I think that's all the revival stuff going on right now. It's going into holiday season, so as you yeah. know, the music the music industry slows right down a little bit. So mm-hmm. um, we're going to talk about a lot of discourse online on a lot of topics. controversy you know our favorite things so um we can hop right into it because there there's a lot there's a lot um so amanda do you want to start off with doing a little rundown because you are the pro of merch and the little (laughs) discourse that's going on with merch merch tips okay so what (laughs) happened was the drummer of Tesseract decided to open his mouth and put this, like, you know, written notes app apology looking post on Instagram that said something to the effect of, it's come to our attention that people thought they were tipping the band at the merch table. And it's also come to our attention that some merch sellers make 30000 to $50,000 per tour, uh, or per five-week tour. And... I think they should have to share that money with the whole band and crew, which there's a lot to unpack here in the first place. I think the, the first, first thing, thing I say <laughs> would be, would be man, Amanda will tell you she's not making 50 grand a year off merch. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't even make 50 grand a year across all three jobs that I have. So write that down first. Uh, 
But the first thing I said was, you're telling me the drummer who doesn't know what the merch looks like until he steps into the first show of the tour thinks he gets a cut of merch tips. Cool. Cool. Totally makes sense. Um, I posted, I made a post on my own personal Facebook that said something like, I'm not going to engage on this post, but I am going to say I'm not making $30,000 per tour. And if anybody asks me where their tips are going, I tell them. Um, and that's essentially my thoughts on it. But I had someone respond and say, actually, he was talking about contracted third-party merch sellers. And actually, I don't give a shit what he was talking about. He's still wrong. <laughs> um, also, also, don't you usually like put on your merch tip like jar, like this is for my cat or something? Yeah. <laughs> Along those my lines. <laughs> tip jar has said everything from tips for tattoos to tips for my cat right now it says tips for my cat and if you saw that and thought that your tip was going to the band then you have some bigger problems that you should be dealing with um but the after he put out this statement he got a bunch of flack and then put out an additional statement that was like actually i was just saying so on so forth and the third and everyone works hard and they should get their fair share um, tip the band at this link, blah, blah, blah. Um, so he wants to start implementing tipping the band. Is that like his new, like, is that, that's his solution is he wants you to then tip the band. Right. Exactly. Which totally, if you want to tip a band and they have a way for you to do that, sure. But if you put a tip on a square reader at a merch table that I'm at, I am getting that tip. Um, I was going to say something else very specific. Oh, yeah. Uh, in my experience, <laughs> if you're in a band that's on tour that has a full crew, you're going to show up, you're going to maybe load your gear in, you're going to sound check, and then you're going to go sit in a green room for six hours. In those six hours, I'm working. I load my shit in. I don't get a chance to sit down. I don't get a chance to eat. I barely get a chance to piss. Um, and until you have a night like that, I'm going to keep my tips. That's all. <laughs> all I have to say <laughs> is coming from someone who worked in bars and restaurants and the food industry for a majority of her life, there are the discourse of like, how angry would you would someone get if they tipped a waitress and that went to the owner? That's my comparison. Why would... Like, obviously, your tip is go to the waitress, not the bar, like the establishment. Like, so, yes, your tips are going to the merch girl or the merch boy. <laughs> and right. not, like, I just, I, my thought process as, like, a consumer would never have been to go to the table and thinking that's going to the band. Hey, like, if right. you do think that and you do ask where your money's going, I say, like, hey, I get these tips. That's where, like, yeah. I have to pay my rent. And another point, the vast majority of the responses to what he was saying was, if you are jealous of how much your merch person is making, maybe you should sell your own merch, um, which is fair. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So. And there are bands that um, do that. There are bands that sit there in between their sets at the merch table the whole time. Like smaller bands, right there are, there are yeah. a lot of, uh, most smaller bands do that a lot of like not so, so. small bands do that too um also for bands like large artists like say you're going to like a freaking beyonce concert those merch people aren't 
merch people that tour with the band, right? Those are like, they're like, if I go to like one of the stadiums or something, those are workers of the stadium, aren't they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they're not like, they don't travel. Remember, right? Yeah, no, most like stadium tours have, it's like people who work for Live Nation or people who work for Ticketmaster, they're the ones that are selling the merch. Um, That said, I don't really remember if like the My Chem show, if there was even an option to tip the the merch person. But if there was, I'm sure I tipped him. But still, I I think. Oh, side note, really quick. By that, I think at the Jonas Brothers concert um, at TD Garden where the Celtics play, I don't think there was an option to tip them because usually I'll throw. I will tip a merch person. I don't think there was. And it maybe it's because they're actual like employees of the stadium. I have a friend that is so, that's what she does, and she works for Live Nation. She's like not. I mean, she does work independently as well, but she does work for Live Nation, so that's like a whole different thing. But she's doing stadium stuff and festivals, and it's just a whole different ball game. Yeah, right. Which is also like what not Tesseract Tesseract's not playing those yeah. things yeah. either. Um, so you yeah like I, it, they can't compare their like they can't make the argument that someone that they'd be working with is making fifty thousand dollars i mean they could they've i i i could totally be maybe tesseract is working in those situations but even if they are the band is paid a guarantee like yeah. they get a check at the end of the night regardless of how the rest of the night goes the right. person that's working for tips like that's just a vastly different income no, maybe not income but like it's like you said it, it's like the manager of a restaurant taking waitresses tips yeah. when they're not serving the tables um and if i ever worked in a place like that i would burn it to the ground <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't work in a place like that but that's like the point <laughs> i just like, wanted to <laughs> make sure i said it on the podcast and tips are never <laughs> expected at the merch table but they're very much appreciated and they are indeed going to me if you were wondering so yeah so west coast comes out yeah when west coast (laughs) when allison is out there in a couple weeks or i guess when this podcast comes out it'll be the week of uh the tour starting um make sure you tip yeah for just for luann for luann guys (laughs) she's here so she's over there but yeah and they are literally like going to Luann. <laughs> you do it for Luann. <laughs> so uh, another big issue online right now that also has to do with like venues and touring is one of my my favorite activities, moshing. <laughs> and how <laughs> some venues Courtney, I can't imagine you really strict. <laughs> I can't imagine no. you moshing no. at all. Like I would be all. trampled, trampled. <laughs> I'd be like down on the ground, help, help! And all you <laughs> see is like my hand, my hand like coming out of the crowd. And you know what I would you do, Courtney? I'd be like, she's on her own. She's on her own. <laughs> She'd be like, I told her not to do that. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta learn. No, me and Haley, me and Haley st- enjoy our space in the back of the venues. So no, me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does too. Amanda, every once in a while, throw up and she'll crowd it, surf. <laughs> it depends. 
It depends. <laughs> it depends how fat I'm feeling that day and what shoes I'm wearing. But I feel like the shoes definitely play a key part. You can <laughs> um, you can lose a lot of things crowd surfing. So yeah, but so, so the moshing thing. Some, yeah. yeah, we had Amanda can probably again break it down better than I can. If you want to take it over, so do a little run. Maybe not better specifically but i saw that we came as romans i think it was posted that they were playing at a venue that i guess had a no moshing policy um and during Mm. one of the other bands on the tour's sets uh they watched a fan get violently dragged out by security um and then i guess the tour package confronted security later and security got violent with the tour package um, <gasps> this was a venue mm. in Rhode Island. Yeah, what was it? The check. feet. Yeah, was it the feet? Yeah. Uh, e, do you have thoughts? Oh, You're okay. over there. So, <laughs> I have um, a friend who's on, who's working that tour that was like involved, and he made a statement on Facebook about it. And yes, there was no moshing policy from, but from again, from what I understand and from what I'm reading it feels like they had a conversation with security that was like, Hey, there's really no way to like stop this. So like, let's come to an agreement that we're going to have a three strike policy and like, you know, go from there. And they were like, cool, whatever. And immediately there was just chaos and they were freaking out about it and they were dragging people out. Um, he was saying that, you know, they saw people out in the street that were like getting their head put on the pavement and like, it just felt like it got really (gasps) out of hand really fast. Um, and that again, allegedly other people that were there from what is happening on social media were saying that security was being really awful and rude and confrontational from like the start. So it just feels like. I don't know like it's just it's just a weird thing to have a venue that I mean we've all seen like the no moshing no crowd surfing no warp tour signs you know but like mm-hmm. you can't have metalcore show without movement and so it's just kind of yeah. inevitable and as someone who just worked a show and had to stop a song because there was moshing like I understand that there is like potential to get out of control but at the same time that doesn't feel like what was happening it feels like the venue just had it out for people like it's just so weird to me and to get yeah. like that violent they were like no moshing but we will smash your face into the pavement no problem like literally yeah i didn't start seeing um like strict no moshing policies until like the past year and granted i never saw any like security getting violent at the venues that we've played at and most of the time security is really great but i did see security pull a couple kids out of the crowd and kick them out um gently verbally um which is just kind of like you said kind of a wild thing to do at a metalcore show and i think a lot of these venues that have like no moshing policies also probably have a lot of shows that aren't music that typically has moshing so they don't really know what to expect and don't really know what moshing safely looks like so i think it's all just a big fucking i also can't vouch for this venue at all either because even though i'm from new england i i've never been to this music hall i don't know courtney have you ever been in that one 
Yeah. I've never been to that I, one either. The thing about Providence too is that like their venues seem like they change a lot and the names change a lot. So I'm like, I wonder how big this venue. Not that that really matters in this scenario, but I'm like, how big was this venue? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. And is it the kind of venue where like security is just like a group of the owners' friends or like a security team that they hired? Um, it's kind of sounding like the first one, but you know, I also haven't been there. It's before. also, I could Has be wrong. Been. I could be wrong. I don't think it's that big of a. Venue. I don't think it is either. I'm trying there's to also yeah. this part of me that has like this New England mentality where I'm like, yeah, fights happen a lot in New England, and that's like, thought, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's just like a thing. But at the same time, I'm like, this feels so different and just so like they wanted I'm they wanted to fight. You know what I mean? Do we know if the venue has come out with no, any statement not or anything in response? They haven't. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They, okay. I think the, I've read an article that said they've been reached out to too, and they haven't said anything. Um, they just to, just to point it out if, too, oh. just because I I just want to make sure that there's a there's a divide. So Feet Music Hall was the one that they're saying is like unsafe to tour with, but the production team and the stagehands they like specifically said this is not their problem this is a venue problem they have their own production and stagehand team so separate the two so it's yeah and it's also that sound it must be a at least you know bigger than a music hall that like alisana would be playing if they have their own full like production. i mean they're playing yeah. cat's cradle um, on saturday so <laughs> yeah that is kind of a wide range yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I was going to say, it almost feels like a modern day satanic panic thing. Like, oh, this is violent music. So these people are probably violent. So we must be violent to them. I don't, I don't know that I get that necessarily. And of course, you know, I, this is, I'm obviously standing with the people that are saying that this happened. And obviously I'm not going to give the security guards any, any, you know, grace for it, but you know, I can understand where, you know, they're trying to do their job, but, you know, and it gets out of hand and because it can, and we've all been in these situations where we've been at a concert maybe or a festival or something and something gets out of hand. It happens more, I feel like more nowadays than it has in the past. Like, I mean, just look at like, you know, the Travis Scott stuff with when the people got trampled and those things. And now it's not the same. It's not the same. I'm just saying it can get out of hand quickly and people don't know what to do and they panic and these security guards could have yeah. panicked and I'm, but I'm not, Which, I'm not giving them any grace. They shouldn't right, have done it. Right. But I'm just saying yeah, we should like also the, think about that aspect of it. That's a fair point. But also at the same time, like a security guard or someone who's working should, a security guard should be trained to like know that the answer to kicking yes. someone out for moshing isn't, putting their head to the pavement right. that's yes like, of know. course yes there's a, there's a line and they've obviously crossed it um if they were doing that and i think maybe there's i don't know if there's a, a something that we can be done that is trying to join together of the band side and and the security or the venue side of things where they can talk about and discuss these policies and how the, the best go about doing them without just fighting each other on the policy. You know what I mean? 
Like, I don't know that there is, yeah. I don't know that there's an answer. That's the, an answer or there is an answer. It may be, a, you know, just two organizations fighting each other about this policy, but something's got to, something's got to change for sure about it. Hey y'all, Editing Thrill House here. Um, of course, after we recorded this episode, Feet Music Hall released a statement a few days later on October 27th. The venue's retelling of events, of course, does not match up with the touring party's retelling of events, and the venue has shut off comments on all their social platforms about it, so you can do the math there. The venue claims that they were well informed by their security meeting that they had with the bands, and they knew what to expect from the show, as they've had many shows like this before, and I guess security was kicking out a patron who they had given five warnings to, so so much for that three-strike rule. According to the touring party, this was pretty violent. Body Snatcher was on stage and they were informed of what was going on. They, quote, then decided to end their set and yelled, fuck security, we are done here, into the microphone as they walked off stage, further angering the crowd and directing their anger toward feet security, placing members of our security in an unsafe position. The statement continues, members of our security and members of the touring party became involved in a heated argument. A few minutes later, feet was advised that we came as Romans and Amir were not going to go on stage and the show was effectively over. Blah, 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 we're deeply sorry. Blah, 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 we put on thousands of shows and have such a great track record blah 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 want to keep everyone safe still investigating what happened any info regarding this incident send to info at feetmusic.com now in the part that i cut out of this episode in editing we realized that i had in fact been to this venue with alisana before in that one-off festival that they played last year i had no interactions with security that day so i can't speak to any of this but the comments on the Metal Injection article that was posted about it are not having this statement one bit. A lot of people saying that they've experienced aggressive security here before at this venue, that this isn't new, that they've always been a problem. A lot of people pointing out that this statement neglected to mention anything that the security supposedly did to the touring party, i.e. spitting on them and their gear. And one commenter pointed out that a veteran band like We Came As Romans isn't going to make a huge stink if someone was getting justifiably kicked out, which I tend to agree with, because why would a veteran band burn a bridge like this over nothing? Y'all can read all the statements and posts and comments about it and come to your own conclusion. Let us know if you were there or if you've ever had an experience like this at this venue or any other venue. And I think the bottom line here is just train your goddamn security in de-escalation. Shows are supposed to be fun, goddammit. Back to the episode. The whole theme of this year is everyone needs to learn concert etiquette, period. Thank you so much. Yes. Mm. Which we talked about on like one of the first episodes we did. So and yeah. like Circ- every, every episode since <laughs> yeah. circling back. Don't be assholes. <laughs> Easy as that. You know? Uh, but speaking of small venues, and then we can move on to large festivals. Because when we were young, year two just happened last weekend, and uh, it didn't didn't seem as many issues that I saw. Oh, we should have asked Nick to be on. He went to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we should have. But did you hear anything? Yeah. It sounded like you heard something. Oh, you heard um, bad things? I heard mixed, mixed reviews. Um, okay. Well, the wind didn't no, burn it, it at least did, this so <laughs> On Sunday, they had a wind warning, yeah. but i that's the end of yeah. that. You know, like, it was like, there's going to be 25 yeah. mile per hour winds, and then it was like, okay. They still had it, yeah. Right. I feel like they had a lot of, um, like, uh, 
good Charlotte was a good Charlotte brought out Lil Wayne and like uh, they had like a lot of like little guests Mm -hmm. like showed up throughout the weekend with the wind advisory do we just move it do we just move where the where it's at can we just move it I know for next year yeah yeah can we not have it where there's a wind advisory like that (laughs) because it is it is like Vegas is windy around this time of year like that's not it's not like a random thing that happened like that it's is known it's consistently known how right. yeah it's consistently how the weather is there at this time right. of year yeah so it's just like i mean maybe. when i was there in may maybe. at edc we had they shut down stages because it was so windy so it's like i just i mean as someone who hates vegas i just feel like they should just change where it is i know you're a vegas hater <laughs> I love Vegas. I couldn't go to Vegas. <laughs> you, there, <laughs> there's it. fun. There's fun things to do, Haley. That's I like not. Do it. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You wouldn't. It's even, not my you scene. could go to a hotel and you scene. wouldn't even have to leave the hotel because there's so many things to do in each hotel. Why would I go to that? Do that? <laughs> there's so I'm many spend thousands of dollars to go stay in a hotel for exactly. a week. Exactly. <laughs> right. You're gonna have right. to stay a week All to right. get like a better price. Just so. Saying. Um, right. I, right. I heard mixed reviews. <laughs> yeah. I heard that getting in was kind of chaotic again. I had a friend that got there really, really, really mm-hmm. early and she didn't get in for like two hours, but I don't know if that was a minority situation or like, I, I don't know because I didn't hear that from other people. Um, I heard that yeah. if you had like a higher tier ticket, it was easier to get in. So I don't know if they made that better this year. Um, I also heard that the food and vendor situation in general was really easy this year, which is a huge step That's up from good. last year since it was chaotic yeah. at best. Line. The food, I mean, food at all festivals are like expensive. It was so expensive and it just wasn't like enough. There was just not enough. There was a lot of alcohol tents. There was not enough of the other like which Ooh, is a problem. You need to fill yourself. Yeah, when you <laughs> don't have anything. Which I mean, you could, um, and I think they did it again this year. You can leave the festival and come back, um, so you're not stuck there for the day. So, like, I know at point, like, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, you could go to the strip and grab food or hotels, but nobody wants to food be is doing cheaper that. inside the venue than you it know? is on the strip. So, like, and also the thing about Vegas right now, which I don't know if other people were aware of, is that the Formula One race is setting up. And so like there's a ton of roadblocks, there's a ton of like random bleachers, like it's so chaotic to get down there. And so the other thing was that Ubers were apparently a mess and like just ride shares and generals and taxis, it was like impossible to get one. So you have a bunch of people at a festival for 12 hours all leaving at once. They're shutting down the roads. The roads are already chaotic. And you have people that are like probably inebriated trying to get out. And it's like you that's something's gotta change with that. I mean, that's not the festival's fault necessarily, but like that's a Vegas problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, ever drive down the Vegas strip? It's a problem all the time. That traffic is annoying. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the at least improvements and it wasn't i feel like there wasn't as much talk about it though like in general this year Mm. but i don't know if that's just because last year it was the first year and it one day got canceled so it was like the controversy Mm. and so we got the hype and then but 
it seemed like all the performances went off well you know, and stuff. I didn't see any. You know how like last year it was like, okay, the one day got canceled and then the Sunday happened and everyone was like, oh my God. And then that next weekend, no one heard anything about it. Like it was just like nothing. It was dead. It was I forgot they I forgot they had that right. one the next weekend. So yeah. So does this year have no. a second weekend? No. Huh. And I wonder if that's that must be a ticket sales thing, right? They must have had so many waitlisted last year that they did another week. Well, like they only did they only did one day the following weekend. They didn't. Right. It could just be mm. that maybe they were they they did the first year right. And then they they were like, well, we could make it a better weekend now that we know all of this information. And so they made it into more of a compact thing instead of spreading it out like they did last year. I also learned yeah. that they only do they only do press yeah. for one day. Like press goes on Saturday and you can't go on Sunday. Like it's just one day, which I found really interesting. And I wonder if that's also why we don't hear as much about <laughs> Sundays because like they don't have the same presence that's interesting right? i didn't Isn't know that, that or you think you would like kind of separate like divide like oh press come this day in that way mm-hmm. that's interesting but even like i mean i saw like a lot of like influencers like going and stuff but even then it wasn't it, i i think it's just because last year was the first year and it wasn't as much of a fail last year as everybody like thought it was gonna be you know like we complained about the food yeah. and this and that, but like for a first year of a festival, like you know, it did go pretty fine. All the performances were fine, you know. Seems like they learned a little bit and changed it. Uh, so maybe it was just like, you know, not the craziness hype. Um, so we'll we'll have to see if year three is going to kick off. We'll see. I, I was saying to E, I was like, how many bands until they run out and they're no longer talking about when we were young <laughs> and it's all the next generation because they pack they pack a lot of bands in. I mean, they've mm-hmm. already gone through most right. of the bands right. that were in the scene at that time between last year and this year. So, if, Okay, hypothetically, um, if it is the 19th and know. 20th of next October, prices are already at $350 now. To stay at a hotel. Probably because people are anticipating. No, I mean, Vegas is just crazy in general anyway. Like, if I tried. And and now they have that fucking sphere. Yeah, the sphere. They even, like, I mean, the. It's been like two years now that that football stadium's been up or, yeah. or was it just last yeah, year yeah. like they they put in a lot of stuff the past couple years Andrew, just, just, look, got Andrew just told me how much it costs to advertise on the sphere all I care about is, it a lot? is oh, the sphere a lot. waking up every morning I love that I'm sorry I hate that thing but I love that <laughs> like smiley face that's like oh, I just let's, let's I do talk think about that's the sphere cute. we need to keep this <laughs> but, in because yes I also, I I feel like I would get in that thing and just immediately throw up. Like, I, it, it's, yes. oh my god, yes. oh my god, yes. it, oh my god! Did you see the video of you two playing? And it's just like it's yes. coming yeah. down. And I was like, I would throw up. I would, I would, I would. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, it looks okay. like I would have a migraine and have to go to the hospital. Like, I, One, yeah, I don't want to do it. That place, I would give me so much anxiety. Two. 
I threw up after the Harry Potter ride in Universal. So there ain't no way I'm not throwing up after <laughs> being in the sphere, okay? Like, I can't do, like, I feel like it's so, like, virtual reality, like, based kind of. And I would be like, no. Yeah, no. No, no, no. No, no I, just, I can't I do I just asked that. Andrew, and he said he believes that he had read that it was $450,000 a day to use the sphere as marketing. Damn. Can I make a controversy statement? <laughs> no. I was going to say, oh. <laughs> yeah, okay, it's a sphere and it's all like, you know, sphere <laughs> and digital. And we, um, right. How much attention are people really paying to it, though? That's a good question. Well, they're probably paying more attention to it now because it's new, right? Like yeah. in like a year or two, they're probably like, it's this fear. <laughs> I guess I have to see it, what it looks like in person on the yeah. rest of yeah. like the strip and everything. Like how much are you really paying attention to it? Well, yeah, and it's all just like, if I saw a McDonald's the logo on the sphere, I wouldn't go, you know what I should do? Big Mac, right? Like that's not how I'm going to function. Yeah. Gonna be like, Okay, here's another thing. It would be cool if people started like dropping music videos on the sphere. Come to the premiere of a new video. Shit like, like that. Just like, what the <laughs> fuck is up, Denny's? Let's go. I'm just thinking of like that photo of people gathering in Times Square to watch the finale of Seinfeld. Mm. Yep. Seinfeld on the sphere. <laughs> oh Seinfeld on the sphere. That would be great. Isn't it just right now you two you two playing and um there's like one like nature like interactive movie thing? That's yeah, that's called. what I saw. Those too. are the only like two things. I feel that like you it's can go so right fitting now. that you two put their album on everyone's iPod <laughs> and now they're I was thinking the same thing. Like you now you have to now you're forced to look at them on the dome. <laughs> Not only that, you're also forced to watch all the videos of you two, and you're just like, God damn it, not again. Yeah. Everything I know of you two is against my will. Getting away with How it. do they keep doing this to us? Freaking also. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> funny story is um, me and Brandon were going to Joshua Tree once, and my dad thought. I meant we were going to see you two play Joshua Tree. Like, so he, after we like went, he's like, how was the show? And I'm like, what? I'm like, we went and saw some wacky ass trees. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, what wacky ass trees? I did not go see you two. Nothing against you two. Everything awesome. against you two. No, I have a lot against you two. <laughs> just like, who, um, who, like, they, they thought they were like, we're just gonna give you some free music and the entire world That's was it. just That's like laptop. no and then <laughs> no i don't know what ipod settings or itunes <laughs> settings i had but every time i tried to take it off it just got put back on Dude, i don't know yeah. if it was like my sync setting no you couldn't you couldn't take it off you, you know what couldn't. do i still have hmm. that was the thing no I have <laughs> that was the thing though they didn't allow you to do it Bono could catch these hands. There know. must be some conspiracies <laughs> about that out there. <laughs> Bono can catch these hands needs to be the fucking test. <laughs> like, for me, it's like, it's not. There's more people. That's more people that could catch hands than, yes. than, than Bono. I don't, I don't care about Bono. No, on my goddamn music. 
<laughs> oh man songs of innocence 2014 i'm gonna throw up i really gotta i'm i'm gonna go on reddit after this and look at like conspiracy theories like about this like there has to be like crazy ones if anybody out there knows about a crazy conspiracy theory involving U2's music on our iPhones, throw it in the There's comments because I want to know. Thing about it. So yes, is it? I'm gonna be. Why did I think this tonight. album came out in like 2006? Like the I thought this no, whole it thing was, um, happened. I we, we were in, or I was in college. I was like. C- junior the, senior, senior. The, the yeah. correct one College. that i have on my yeah. phone which i assume yeah. it is because i yeah, can't take it off my time no, my concept of time is, is like completely <laughs> fucked up i thought i was in like middle school when this happened no i was like well out of high school no i remember <laughs> We'd be hungover senior year of college and my roommate Jackie was one of my best friends what we'd be like dying in our beds in all our separate rooms and she'd play over the speakers in our living room you too so that we'd all get out of our beds and be like what the fuck <laughs> whatever she would want to like get us out of bed i'm like please turn off the fucking youtube <laughs> please are they the one that were like yeah no yeah 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 i almost said that's I almost said that was Coldplay. I, there might be a similar Coldplay song. That's cold, that's cold definitely. Play. But there, those are two bands that I hate. Is I hate both U two and Coldplay like equally. They do occupy the mm. same part of my brain. Um, I confuse them all. I used to really actually. like a guy that liked Coldplay, and I was like, I gotta like Coldplay now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we did have one more subject to get to before we go into what we think our spotify reps will look like um yes Haley, you had the rundown on this next one so we were sent an article by kevin our a and r person uh which you've probably seen on this podcast um about some changes potential yes potential changes to the spotify royalty model um so i'm going to read from the the article so that you know i'm actually reading from the article it's from uh the article is put out on the verge uh and we will put a link to it in the bio so anybody that wants to read it can look at it um and they said according to music business worldwide um that spotify is going to be implementing some changes in 2024 one of which um is already getting some criticism let me pull it up right here. It says, <clears throat> end quote, the biggest reported change and the one that is already garnering criticism is the minimum threshold of annual streams for a track before it starts earning royalties. In this scenario, a track would have to earn five cents per month in order to be paid or as MBW estimated about 200 streams per year. Many indie tracks won't hit this threshold and so the pennies those artists would otherwise earn will be diverted to spotify's stream share pool that may not sound like a lot of money but one source told mbw that when multiplied over the many many low playing tracks on the streamer it accounts for tens of millions of dollars that would instead get distributed to larger artists who'd get a bigger share of that pooled money 
Um, and they go on to say that some of the other streaming services have also tried to do this. For example, Deezer um, made a deal last month with Universal Music Group to pay out more to pay out more to popular artists than independent creators in a way that is more overt than what Spotify apparently is doing. Um, and I will say at the end of the article that let me pull it up. It says Spotify has yet not yet confirmed these plans. We're always evaluating how we can best serve artists and regularly discuss with partners ways to further platform in, in, in integrity. Sorry, word integrity. Spotify spokesperson um, Chris Makowski said in a statement to Verge, we do not have any news to share at this time, they said. Um, so, so yes. summed up... <laughs> Summed up, Spotify sucks. Okay. <laughs> so it seems like um, just based off of what they're saying is obviously that if you're not making these certain amount of streams, you're not going to be getting paid. And that money is instead, instead of being allocated and saved for when you do meet that threshold and then get paid out, it seems like it's going to be reallocated to a different fund that will be paid out to bigger artists because they got to pay them somehow, I guess. Yes, which makes no yeah. sense. First, first of all, it's not like Spotify is hurting for money. They have the money to pay these bigger artists as well. I don't understand why it makes sense to even, not that they should be doing it in private, but like, why would they put this out there and then think that people would be like, yeah, cool, give the big artists yeah. my money. That are already making money. <laughs> it's interesting like how you just said Haley like because they need to pay these bigger artists somehow but these bigger artists are and I mean I would assume their yeah, money I mean, on I their would own that Spotify, and like, obviously they pay out per stream and they don't pay it in full I don't believe I would assume that they get money and then they take, keep a percentage of that money from that stream and then pay out that stream the rest of the Right. I would assume that's correct. So I'm just thinking you, I mean, honestly, Haley, you know better than any of us would Mm -hmm. since you work the back, the back end of all these things. But I just don't get, I'm trying to think of like, obviously Spotify makes money from their subscriptions. Um, Mm -hmm. But all of those people, you know, you don't have ads when you pay for Spotify. So what, it's like a Spotify trying to say that they're struggling for money. Is Spotify broke somehow? I don't understand. I, I oh no, maybe I don't know. I think that it's, I don't. It's a confusing thing. Like obviously, Spotify and any kind of streaming service uh, payouts have, have been a hot topic for a lot of bands and, and things like that in general. Um, so for it to come out potentially now, granted. We have it hasn't been confirmed by Spotify that that is in fact what they are going to be doing per that article and the statement that they made to Verge. Um, but I would assume that if it's somehow leaked into the music sphere of the internet, then there's some validity to it, or they wouldn't be posting posting an article yeah. about it. Right. Yeah, that's and true Spotify too. would have like denied it, right? Like Spotify yeah. came out. Well, and I was mean, like, they technically not, said we can't, they haven't made the decision yet. 
they haven't made a decision. So it is in the talks at some point. Like it is that idea came about enough for all like to be out there. Right. And like it's like artists already aren't making a lot off streaming. So like what the fuck? (laughs) Like Yeah, like the way Spotify was already paying artists didn't make sense in the first place. So I don't know why the move backward. (laughs) Well you think about it like in the sense of in the sense of not even like think about it in the sense of business in general, not necessarily even the the music business, like the richer get rich, right? Yeah. Like the one there's the one percent, right? Everybody talks about mm-hmm. it in in a different context than music, yeah. but you think about it in that sense that their Spotify is wanting to. I didn't. This is just me rattling off the top of my head. Spotify yeah. is wanting to pay their bigger artists because they're bringing in the money. But in turn, that is hurting the smaller artists. And granted, they're going to be able to do it if they want because they're the biggest streaming platform that we have. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like any of the other streaming platforms like a la Deezer are helping the situation. They're doing the exact same things, potentially more so than what even Spotify is doing. So where are these smaller artists going to go that they could get a quote-unquote fair shake? Yeah. Capitalism, baby. Capitalism, really. <laughs> off, off today, ladies. Yeah, dude. We'll see. I guess what what comes in the upcoming months. Sorry. Can I also just add to this that it's so annoying that Spotify, among other streaming services, is also like increasing the price for the same exact product. Yes. Like. Yeah. How Netflix is like, we'll yes. bring you better, better things. And it's like, I'm not paying $23 a month to watch, you know, your, your, your $3 million budgeted one movie that you put out a year, Netflix. Shut up. popular smut thing. What is that? Bridgerton. What? what? Like, I'm not. Oh, that- yeah. Now listen, now listen, I like Bridgerton. I like Bridgerton. (laughs) That's smut. Okay, grandma. (laughs) I like I like Bridgerton now. (laughs) The old timey smut stuff. You know, I love me some here. Uh, it's not a common term for other people that are not on book talk. Is that not a thing? No, I knew, exactly, I knew exactly what you're talking about. Do you know what I mean? I'm, like, I'm not going to, I don't want to pay Spotify more for the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I will say Spotify is the most user-friendly for sure. For sure. And, you know, mm. yeah. leading into it, I love my Spotify wrapped. I truly enjoy it. Um, yeah. I have no desire to go to like Apple Music or like try to change where my, la- like, you know, it's just, have us in a tight slot. I'm I'm comfortable where I am no with Spotify. Okay, no don't change things. Don't change things up on me. Don't make me hate you, Spotify. No. I have I have too much going on in my life. I can't familiarize myself with a new streaming service right now. No. Okay, <laughs> can't get keep it together. All these apps. I can't <laughs> can't do this anymore. <laughs> you know. You gotta give me a med TV if you change things up on me. (laughs) I just need my little Spotify. Also, didn't they? um, Which I mean, I have Spotify Premium, so I didn't look too much into it. But I think for people that don't have Spotify Premium, 
they took away the lyrics. Well, their lyrics are wrong anyway. (laughs) That's not necessarily Spotify's fault. What was I going to say? Oh, but I will say, I saw something a little bit ago, and like I said, I... It was, like, for users that don't have premium, so I didn't really look into it because I do. So I was, like, doesn't affect me. Uh, but I think, like, now if you don't have premium, you can't see the lyrics. And a lot of people were having an issue with that for, you know, just being inclusive of, like, you know, people that need that. So mm. interesting. It's, like, kind of a random thing to take out. I'll have to look more into it or if anybody knows about that, knows what I'm, like, talking about. Uh, just a weird like thing to take out because it doesn't seem like you know that's it not losing you money. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not like losing you money to have the lyrics on there. Like someone could just Google them. Why not just just put them on there? <laughs> but I'll have to look into that too. It's like just you know these stupid things that they like take away, and it's just like whatever. Yeah. Especially money well, from small artists. So yeah. there you go. Yeah, stop taking that away. I love that we we just complained that like how bad Spotify is, and we're about to go Talk into about what Spotify we think our Spotify wraps <laughs> are gonna look like. But yeah. also, like, let us have our little our little things that give us a little bit of joy in this turbulent time in the world, and that is Spotify Wrapped. Okay. Mm. <laughs> You know, it's a double-edged um, sword around here. I remember, I remember last year when they came out, and I think Nick posted his in our in our like group message for the, and then he's like, "Everybody post yours." And uh, I remember I posted mine, and he's like, "What is this, Haley?" Because my hours were were low, and I'm like, "I don't just listen to Spotify." <laughs> so I'm sure that that will be the same this year. Yeah, <laughs> and also I. Yeah. Have been listening to Andrew's Spotify as well, so my, I'm just not mine. Mine will not be great, but it'll be fine. Was there was some figure <laughs> last year that said this is the amount you need to listen to in order to cost Spotify money, and I was like, challenge accepted, challenge <laughs> accepted. Just keep and it on in the background. I mean, not twenty four hours a day. I have just kept it on in the background because <laughs> I'm like, I, you know, I mm-hmm. yeah, Spotify. Mm-hmm. All right. Thrill House, start us off. So, first of all, I as far as like hours go, I really only listen to music on Spotify when I'm driving, and even then, I'm probably listening to the same podcast over and over, which is <laughs> almost exclusively the show with Sam and Joe, um, which has nothing to do with anything that we talk about on this podcast. <laughs> but they are always going to be in my Spotify rap because that's the only podcast that I really listen to. Um, that doesn't count as an artist, though. I know my <laughs> top three are likely going to be Paramore, mm-hmm. especially because, like, I love This Is Why. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of Hot Mulligan, because that record came out this year, and that's, I literally listened to it on repeat for, like, a long time. <laughs> literally a long time. Um, and usually The Wonder Years is on there. Um, hmm. So that's... You could probably have guessed those by listening to me talk, but <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe in sync is on there. Maybe in sync, but we'll see. <laughs> hey, oh, I did, I did, I did get Britney's new book in the mail yesterday, guys. I'm listening to it on, on Audible. Uh, so. Oh my god, is there as much yes. shit about Justin Timberlake as they're saying online? 
Uh, I don't know. I've only listened to like an hour. And honestly, so far, it's so much of her talking about like, well, this is why my parents sucked. And which is totally part of the story and fair. But I don't want to hear about your parents' lives. I want to hear about your life. I just got to the part where she's talking about getting into the Mickey Mouse Club. So, oh. So yeah, so she's got a lot, a lot of co- like to cover after the Mickey Mouse Club. So, you know, but yeah, I mean, it seems like there's a lot of Justin and uh, a lot of other sort of stuff in there. So I'm my manager at my other job said, "Amanda, you're not an InSync fan. You're a Joey Fatone fan." So I'm especially <laughs> not a Justin Timberlake fan. Um, just yeah. to clarify. Uh, yeah, but all right, Courtney. Who are your three artists? Um, well, to everyone's surprise, uh, Taylor Swift is usually no on the top of that. <laughs> is usually on the top of that list. Um, and I mean, she's Eras tour was this year, and she's dropping new music. Has an album, her new uh, 1989 re-recording coming out in two days. So. I'm sure I will also end the year with boosting Just that number of her to number one. Um, <laughs> um, side note, did everybody see the SNL yeah. from the other I weekend really, that Pete really Davidson was hosting and Travis and Taylor came on? That's what reminded me. But if you haven't watched it, you need to go watch Pete Davidson's skit. Of him doing like the from the oh Barbie God. movie, I'm just peeing. so <laughs> everybody go watch it. Uh, uh, that is what has been stuck in my head. It, I need that song to go on Spotify. <laughs> it's like oh, I've been that's what I need. chasing, not chasing, but I've been following my boyfriend around the apartment with just singing. My name's Luann. We should put that on Spotify. <laughs> Um, in was like don't talk about me (laughs) (laughs) then um i think pierce the veil will be up there i had that album on repeat uh when it came out so i think that'll be up there and then uh been jam into a lot of Fleetwood Mac which is not surprising Ooh. I do that anyways but I feel like because Daisy Jones and the Six came out oh, yeah. and that was so I feel like I was extra this year of my Fleetwood so I think they'll all be on there up there somewhere so those are my I was thinking about I was thinking about that Pierce Seville record recently and i really don't think not not that it's like bad or anything but it didn't have any re-listenability for me i don't think i listened to it a little bit like the first few days it came out and then like never really went back to it versus like that paramore record i just continuously did maybe i think it's um a lot of my other music taste has gotten a slightly more poppy so i feel there's two extremes it's either super poppy or like way angrier and heavier um and i think mm. paramore kind of feeds that like poppy side but anyway i digress nice <laughs> Haley. um well so i think that if i had to just go off of what i've been listening to um recently and not ne- i don't necessarily know that they'll be on my spotify rap because like i said i don't always listen to to spotify and i don't always listen to my own spotify um, 
But if I was going off of what I was thinking, I would probably say um, Bless the Fall. The, with the release of their new single this year, it kind of reinvigorated me listening to some of their older stuff. Um, the second one would be Beartooth. Um, they released uh, a new album called The Surface, um, or it's an EP. No, it's an album. Um, and so I've been listening to that recently, and it's it's really good. One of, Actually, my song of the week is one of the songs on there. Um, and then probably The Somerset would be the third they have new music come out but it's also Mm -hmm. one of the ones that me and andrew jam to in the car a lot um so i would say those three would be would be on there for sure okay 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 nice okay all right e tell us what it is not a fire surprising um no con is definitely gonna be number one i think for artists for sure i am really interested to see what percentage of his listener population I am in because I think I think it's gonna be Top like percent. Like I think it's gonna be something really obnoxious. Um I think <laughs> I think the next two are gonna be really tight. I think it's gonna be between bad omens and sleep token. And the only reason I say it's gonna be like close is because the death of peace of mind from my own streaming stuff, I know it became my number one most played song. So I'm like, I wonder if that's gonna affect who is my number one. But um, yeah, I think mine are pretty predictable this year. I don't know who's gonna be number four and five. That's gonna be interesting. But yeah, maybe Zach Bryan. It's it's interesting how we all our range of of artists that we that we think are going to be on there it's kind of like our top when when we did our top ones we'll put we'll post them when they do come out we'll post them on our maybe maybe (laughs) hey we can just not be married well it's like it's like uh sean and nick and and like stuff will post theirs and then half of them are like kids songs (laughs) right (laughs) when they show them to us because they're like well the kids use their spotify and i'm like that is true like when you're on the car in a car ride and your child's in the back and they're screaming at you 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 put on those those kids songs to, to, to placate them okay and you sing and you dance and you clap it's all of thing the whole production here's hoping that spotify got a better graphic design team for those oh, graphics yeah. when they come out because yeah. holy shit were those bad last year yeah <laughs> I, okay yeah. pause but. i'm looking at my stats for spotify noah khan finally did it mm-hmm. he took over the number one spot for millennium millennium has been my number one most That's... played for four four years and noah took over in a year so if that tells you how much i listen Noah Khan music. Did you get um, tickets? Yes, I got tickets for both days at Fenway. Thank you so much for asking. Well, you were you were trying to get them when we were on a meeting with Nick, so I was. Oh my God. <laughs> I couldn't remember. I you I, said you got them or not. I told Courtney, I was like, I will never ever make fun of you for the hassle that you went through with Taylor Swift because <laughs> it was a bloodbath trying to get those tickets. Like. It's it's just also crazy because 
like it was I think right before the pandemic my friend saw him in Chicago and like he was at like a venue with like no one else and there was just a few people there and now he's playing sold out Madison Square Garden I mean that is insane growth so quick uh, all right so well, guys well yeah we'll post them when they come out but... in November and and share yours with us yeah and share yours with us uh and on that note we can do songs of the week by sticking with my spotify i'm gonna do uh silver springs by food mac Mm. i'll go next my song of the week is by a band called mannequin pussy which i had heard of before but have been listening to more at least uh have been listening to more recently um and the song is who you are and it's nice nice <laughs> it's a very sweet lovey song to me um but yeah i think okay so um based on like what i was saying about my spotify wrapped so my song of the week is i was alive uh by bear tooth it's the very last track on their on their new album um if you haven't checked it out definitely do it has a has a pretty good message to it andrew would say it was the best song on the album as well so that's that's high praise for Andrews. <laughs> I know. And all right, all together, take it home. Take e. it away. E. <laughs> Last of the season. What if I just really throw out something yep. absolutely insane? <laughs> totally. I don't think we can throw out some any much more insane stuff. No, this one's pretty on brand. Um, I was listening to um a, a vampire mix, which was a Halloween thing that they did on Spotify. Um. <laughs> And it's called Kiss Me You Animal by Burn the Ballroom. And it's very fun and very cool. And I like the vibe a lot. And it's metalcore-y. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It's not hoochie daddy um, season. So, you know, it's, you know, it's a little bit more. I mean, it's a wrap on season one, guys. Yeah. Can you believe um, it? We'll probably be back oh. in January after yes. the holiday break mm-hmm. yes. um but keep up with us on socials so long farewell Avita Zane, adieu, 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 to you, adieu, adieu. do you know what that's from amanda uh is the sound of music yeah, very yes good. i'm so I proud was of in you. theater we've talked about that's this true. i was a tech that's true. i sorry <laughs> You just looked, I didn't know if you were like, I was like, does she know what it is? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> okay, sorry. That's a wrap, guys. Good job. That's a wrap on season that's a, one. That's a, that's a, that's a Spotify that's wrap. A revival wrap. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Well, we will see everyone in the new year. Thank you right. for tuning in for 19 episodes. Bye. Yes. Bye. 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 Episodes are released every other Monday. 